Welcome to Move Forward Radio, a show featuring interviews with physical therapists and other healthcare experts. This program is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Learn how physical therapists can help people of all ages and abilities reduce pain and improve and restore motion to achieve long-term quality of life at MoveForwardPT.com. Welcome to Move Forward Radio. I'm Jason Bellamy. When Morgan Hay broke one of her big toes, she assumed it was a small injury. Weeks later, however, her foot was still discolored and swollen, and the pain was so intense that she passed out. Morgan was referred to a neurologist who prescribed numerous medications, including opioids, to mask the sensation of pain. But those quick-fix approaches created as many problems as they solved. Morgan felt like she was living outside of her own body, and ultimately, she was diagnosed with complex regional pain syndrome. Eventually, Morgan began working with a physical therapist, and that's when she started to regain control of her pain. At MoveForwardPT.com, we're sharing stories of people whose lives are transformed by physical therapy, and this is one of those tales. It was Morgan's physical therapist who gave her the physical and emotional support she needed to manage her condition without the side effects of opioids and other prescription drugs. Here now is Morgan sharing her experience and her words. So when I was 23 years old, I was sick for um, about a week. I had the flu and I just wasn't feeling well. I was um, laying on the couch a lot and I was watching some shows. I watched a scary movie and I got scared and I ran up the steps. I said, I can't watch it anymore. And I ran up the steps and I ran my foot into the step. Um, It was kind of a silly injury. I was like, I'll be fine. It's just, I must have just jammed my toe. It'll be okay. So the next morning I um, woke up and I was still extremely swollen. It was hurting so bad. And I went to the ER and I was like, I know that this is a silly injury, but my toe is just, it's really, really hurting. I need to get checked out. So they checked it out. They said that there was multiple fractures and they um, sent me to an orthopedist. So I was casted and within, I think it was within 11 days, I had to have the cast removed because my foot was just swelling so bad and the pain was, um, it was unbearable and it was kind of surprising because it was just a broken toe. I couldn't understand why the pain was that bad. So um, they took the cast off and I ended up just being uncasted while we tried to figure out what was going on. Um, I was on crutches. I couldn't walk or put any weight on my foot. In a few months, I was able to get a boot and um, the boot was still not working. Nothing was working. Um, They were giving me pain medications, um, but they weren't actually treating the fracture itself. You know, I couldn't, still couldn't walk on my foot. I wasn't in any therapy or anything, and it was just in horrible pain. So one day I was taking a shower, and um, the water hit my foot, and it hurt so bad that I I passed out. So now I'm back in the ER, and I'm explaining to them, you know, it's been two months, and I'm still in this pain, and it was just a broken toe. Um, I haven't been able to work. I haven't been able to go to school regularly. It's It's been an issue. So um, from there, I went to a neurologist. They were thinking it was something like, they called it reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Um, and even though it fit the description, it still didn't seem that the treatment for that was really helping um, the pain that I was having and the lack of function that I was having with my foot. So I went to um, multiple physicians. I was prescribed on um, multiple different pain medications and um, nerve medications. At one point, I was on Cymbalta, Lyrica, and Methadone all at the same time. Um, And so I was like a zombie. I wasn't functioning. So finally, I called around to um, 
all the area hospitals, including Cincinnati Children's, and um, they diagnosed me with CRPS, and that's complex regional pain syndrome. So um, at Cincinnati Children's, I went in to my first appointment, and it was like a team of people. There was five people in my appointment, and there was a physical therapist, a physician, I think there was a resident, and two other um, assistants that were helping me move around throughout the appointment. And um, we decided that uh, for the diagnosis, we would start with treating it with intense physical therapy as well as medications and slowly taper off of the medications. So physical therapy started at three days a week. Um, some weeks it went up to four or five, and other weeks it went down to just two days a week. And that lasted about six months of a schedule like that, varying um, the amount per week, but still at least twice a week. I was doing aquatic therapy, physical therapy. Um, we were kind of working out of home as well, you know, going home and doing my home exercises. Um, and I slowly tapered off of my medications, and I was just doing physical therapy. So um, that lasted about a year that I was going to Cincinnati Children's for physical therapy. Um, I had multiple surgeries in that time as well. They would do nerve blocks so that I could beat through certain milestones with therapy. And um, through that, I was able to get off of all medications. Um, for the longest time, I was going to school, and I was in uh, my bachelor's program at that time, and I was telling my teacher at first, you know, it's just a broken toe. I just need to get, you know, get this figured out, and then I'll be back. It shouldn't be an issue. And then a few weeks go by, and it's like, you know, we still don't know what's going on, and they're they're working with me, but they don't really understand. No one understands. It's not like a known diagnosis that um, people, you know, you can't say, and I hate to use this example, but you, when you say that someone has cancer, they know that it's really, really bad, right? It's just, it's a known across um, society that, that that's a horrible disease and a horrible illness. And with CRPS, no one knows what it is. So no one understands what I'm going through. Nancy understood everything that I was going through. She knew exactly um, what to say and what to do to make me feel like I was heard. And it helped my pain that my anxiety was going down as well because um, a lot of what we were doing was like simple therapies that I was like, well, this is silly. And then slowly those simple therapies made sense and they they took my pain, like they helped my pain. My pain was gone. So we balanced on one foot for like 30 seconds at a time, right? Sometimes I would hold on to a bar to balance. Other times I would be able to do it on my own. But for the first few months, I could only balance for five or six seconds, and that was it. Up until like the last four months of therapy, I was still in the walking boot. So my muscles were really decreased, um, but we were able to do like just simple therapy like that and throwing a ball at a, a trampoline and catching it. Um, and like stuff like that just to help my balance, but that slowly helped my pain. And then we did a mirror therapy that I thought was really interesting. Then so my toe was um, injured on my right side. And she took a mirror and she laid it over my right leg. And then she took a brush and would brush my left leg. And I could feel it on my right. So by doing that, it showed that my how my brain perceives pain. Because I'm looking in the mirror, it looks like she's touching my right leg and it's hurting. But she's not actually touching my right leg. And so we kind of had to do that multiple times with multiple different textures. And later she was able to um, actually touch my right leg and I, I didn't have the severe sensations. And so it was like remapping my, my brain and how I perceive pain. At that time, I was a patient care assistant in a hospital in, in an intensive care. Um, and so I, you know, working in a hospital on the other side of things, I see patients all the time, and you see the stigma 
um, come to life. You know, you see um, pain disorder on a chart, and people are immediately like, well, we need to look at what we give them for medication-wise. You know, is their pain real? They get questioned all the time, and it's it's not fair. Um, and so for me, I've panicked. You know, I don't want to have a pain disorder on my um, on my chart. I don't want someone to see that and think that I'm a pain-seeking um, patient because I'm not. Before the diagnosis of CRPS, when they thought it was reflex sympathetic dystrophy, they were sending me to pain management specialists, that that was the only way to treat this because I was 23 years old. I wasn't a child, um, you know, and that this is how we treat it. We give you pain medication. We slowly try to numb that pain out. Um, it didn't work. You know, and I felt like a zombie. I wasn't functioning. I was terrified of, of addiction. I mean, you hear about people just starting off with pain medications as um, treatment for a simple injury that maybe could have been treated with Tylenol and ibuprofen, and your body's trying to tell you something when you have that pain in the first place. You know, your body's trying to tell you, like, I need help with this. We need to treat this. That's why you're having pain. It's that signal. And they were trying to numb out that signal. They weren't actually treating the injury. I felt like I was going to be on pain medication forever. I couldn't really see a light before I went to physical therapy. I couldn't. For me, it felt like it wasn't going to end. And so the pain medications, they just made me drowsy. They made me, um, you know, have poor study skills. I wasn't able to focus in my college courses. It was causing problems at home. You know, I wasn't moving around. I wasn't helping out in the household. I wasn't bringing in an income because I couldn't work um, because I was on narcotics. It didn't benefit me. Two months into working with Nancy, I really felt like myself because I was actually doing something to help me. You know, I wasn't having to rely on um, medicine to to heal my problems. I was able to take part in my care and actually make a difference in how I feel. It gave me a whole new sense. The doctors were saying, well, you're depressed. You, you need to get um, medication for this. You're going through depression. And I was telling them, no, I'm not. I'm in pain. You know, if you fix my pain, I don't have anything to be sad about. I'm, I'm in pain. That's what I'm, you know, that's where this is coming from. I'm not depressed. And, you know, starting to be able to do physical therapy, you're actually doing the work, you know. It's not someone just writing you a script and you going and getting it filled and taking your medication every day on time if you are able to or remember to. It's you're going in, you're putting in the effort, you're feeling the power because you're feeling the changes, you know. Um, so it was really like, I would say like two and a half months in because I really felt at that time that um, I was starting to see a light. And that was, I mean, and I still had a year to go after that, and I still felt like I, like, had choices that I was going to make it through, you know. Um, and it sounds kind of silly, like a broken toe could cause that much pain and that much anguish, but my foot was, it was turning blue every single day um, to the point where it was all the way up my leg and the pain was so excruciating. They say it's worse than an amputation, that the pain was that horrible and it was just burning and it would be so cold it would be burning and it would be so cold and the medication wasn't helping that you know moving around getting up and and taking part in in the exercises and following the instructions that they're giving me and just trying to you know listen to what nancy and and the whole team at children's is telling me and that's what helped if you think that if you have any gut feeling that this might not be the right answer for you. This form of treatment, whatever treatment you're getting, might not be the right answer for you. Question that gut. You know, look into all of your options. I reached out to a children's hospital at the age of 23 because I could feel that something wasn't right. You know, and medicine, like narcotics, are not always the answer. Um, that sometimes we need to take part in our health to make that difference. And, 
you know, we just have to listen to our bodies. Our bodies are telling us something. That pain isn't, it's a, it's a siren. It's an alarm for you to, for you to actually do something to heal that pain, not to cover it up. Thank you to Morgan for sharing her story. You can find other stories like this at moveforwardpt.com. I'm Jason Bellamy. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guest is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Learn more about how a physical therapist can help you and find a physical therapist in your area at moveforwardpt.com. For an archive of past episodes, visit moveforwardpt.com radio.